This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 293. Advent, week two, faith. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to this special Strangers and Aliens Advent series. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, one of the hosts of the Strangers and Alien podcast. Uh, For the month of December, for the weeks of Advent, we are following along with the Advent calendar and we're going to be taking a look at the five traditional candles of Advent. Um, Although the candles are going to be metaphorical candles because I don't have any actual candles here, so... No wreath, no candles, but we still have the topics. And we also still have um, sci-fi references. That is going to happen specifically uh, because this is Strangers and Aliens. Um, We do talk a lot about Star Wars, and so there will be Star Wars references as we talk about Advent. So yes, the science fiction, the spiritual, we're mixing them in together. So we're continuing with the second candle then this week, or the second topic, I should say, again, no candles, which in some traditions is faith, and in some traditions they might call it the love candle. Um, They also might call this the Bethlehem candle, and that is because this is a, a time to reflect on Mary and Joseph and their journey to Bethlehem, Bethlehem being also the city that was promised uh, to to have the Messiah uh, from David's line. So let's take a look at faith. Let's take a look at the meaning of faith and the choice of faith and the actions behind faith. As I think about Star Wars in in relation to the topic of faith, um, I can't help thinking about um, Darth Vader and Darth Vader's famous scene on the Death Star in the first Star Wars movie. And yes, yes. However, my feelings and opinions about the uh, prequel Star Wars movies may change, and they are changing slightly. Every once in a while, they get a little bit higher, a little bit better opinion. Um, Yes, that may be changing, and the name of the Star Wars movie, it changed. That first Star Wars movie changed to be Episode Four. But when I say first Star Wars movie, I mean first Star Wars movie. George Lucas can put Episode Four on the title screen all day long, but Star Wars, you may call it Episode Four, 
It's always going to be first in my heart. Anyway, the scene I'm talking about is when they're having a galactic board meeting in the Death Star. And one of the, the officers there mocks Darth Vader, mocks, mocks his belief in the Force. And they're talking about how the Death Star is just this great, powerful thing. And Vader says his famous line, <clears throat> see here. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. And Admiral Mott says, Don't try to frighten us with your sorceress ways, Lord Vader. Your sad devotion to that ancient religion has not helped you conjure up the stolen data tapes or given you clairvoyance enough to find the rebels' hidden fortress. Hidden Fortress, by the way, reference to that movie. Uh, Vader's famous line then is he reaches out his hand and chokes Mott from across the room. I find your lack of faith disturbing. You know what? I also find <laughs> Mott's lack of faith disturbing. I mean, how is he so clueless? Just 20 years ago, there were Jedi running around the galaxy, picking up stuff with their minds and manipulating people's wills. And Mott, he's no spring chicken. He would have been around for that. And then again... This might be Vader speaking pridefully. I, he could be saying, I find your lack of faith in me to find the thing disturbing. But the way the scene plays for me is you got this guy, Mott, who doesn't believe in the religious belief that Vader believes. And so Vader gives him a very practical, physical reminder of a spiritual truth. Now, it's an evil, practical, physical reminder of a spiritual truth, but it's a practical, physical reminder of a spiritual truth nonetheless. Vader had faith, he had confidence, the force was real, and he reminded Mott of that. Now, faith is different than hope. Hebrews 1.11 gives us a good contrast of the two. It says, faith is confidence in what we hope for. My dad tells the story of a game I used to play with him. We had a house that had six or seven steps up to a landing, and then the rest of the steps that went up to that second floor. And I used to go up to that landing, and apparently... I used to climb up there, and then as my dad would walk by on the floor, I would shout, catch daddy, and launch myself at him because I had faith that he'd catch me. Confidence. He was strong. He was big. He was dad, and he'd catch me. As far as I know, he never dropped me. <laughs> uh, I acted in faith, though. I wasn't hoping he'd catch me. I knew he would, and so I acted. So now, there are better, more positive, and powerful examples of faith in the Star Wars story. And going back to that first movie, I'm also reminded of the story that reflects the Nativity story as we explore that part of this story here in this week of this season. And that's Luke. Now, he's a farm boy. He's longing for more. And he's getting called into a galactic conflict that's much, much bigger than him. And he acts on a newfound faith, faith in the force, faith in the newfound knowledge that his father was a follower of an ancient religion that used lightsabers and superpowers and mind powers, uh, faith in the man uh, who has words for him that pull on the strings of desire for a meaningful life. Faith enough to change his plans to actually he's planning to go join the Empire, and instead he's going to go join the rebellion against the Empire. And he's going to help this old man and this young pretty lady who sent a message who turned out to be his sister, but we'll forget about that for a moment. He stepped out in faith 
that this man knew what he was talking about. And slowly, things happened to show this man was not just a crazy old hermit, but someone who knew what he was talking about and someone who actually had power because of what he was talking about. And by the end of the movie, this young farm boy has faith enough in the force to turn off his targeting computer and the day gets saved. And the faith we're talking about this Advent, it's the faith of two people, two real people, but their story takes a similar trajectory. A young woman, Mary, she's pledged to be married, which means more than engaged, but less than married. Uh, certainly the physical side of marriage has not yet occurred. Uh, she anticipates a typical life, which gets completely interrupted by a visitor, an angel, who tells her something incredibly wild. She was chosen by God to carry his son, the promised Messiah. She had a choice, believe in it, believe it or not. <laughs> Have faith that these words were true and have faith that God would take care of her in the wake of the chaos news like this will cause for her personally. Her words following that message are words that we should look at more than during Christmas time. I am the Lord's servant is what she said. May it be done to me according to your word. Then there's Joseph. Put yourself in his shoes now. The woman he was pledged to be married to tells him, She's expecting a baby. She's expecting a baby. And that is not something he was expecting to hear, but he's a nice guy. So he completely discounts her insistence that this was something God caused to happen and figures out a way to get out of the marriage and still let her look good. Now, their lives were both interrupted. Their aspirations were both upturned and both of them responded with a change of plans. Mary's response accepted God's plan. I am the Lord's servant. May it be as you have said. Joseph's response was to make a new plan of his own, break the marriage agreement quietly, divorce her quietly. And this is when the angel visited Joseph in his dream and gave him the same message. So God has come and, and, and sends an angel and gives him a very practical, physical reminder of a spiritual truth. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, Joseph, like Mary, accepted what God said through the angel, for he now understood that he was a part of God's plan, a plan of love for God's people, a plan Joseph and Mary were blessed to be a part of. The scripture doesn't give us the same kind of awesome quote that Mary gets. It just says that as soon as he woke up, he did as he was told, <laughs> which, hey, that's good. He changed his plan again, uh, but this time he changed his plans to be more in line with God's. So in this season, as you reflect on Mary and Joseph, ask yourself, what steps of faith is God asking you to take? Mary and Joseph followed the call and the plan of God. Their faith led them to Bethlehem and through their obedience, the way was prepared for Christ to come and bless us. So what's God asking you to do that will allow you to bless others? Where is God asking you to go and how are you responding? Are you responding like Mary? Your plans are my plans. Or are you responding like Joseph? I'll just plan around God's plans. Are you acting in faith? You know, you've got hope and hope is there. Hope is when you're on a, a plane that's, that's about to crash and you're hoping there's a parachute in there. Faith is taking that parachute and jumping out and using it. Hope is saying 
mm, there's something there, there's something good and it's coming. I just know it. Faith is actually stepping forward and walking toward it. And so as you are taking your journey with God, how are you acting on faith? And again, just take those two young people's examples. Mary, I just love her story. And like I said, we need to be talking about that story outside of just Christmas time. She was asked to do an extremely, extremely difficult thing. And yet she said, let it be as you have said. Your plans are my plans. I have a feeling that some of you are more like me. I have a feeling some of you are more like Joseph when I say more like me, because that is unfortunately who I am reminded of when I read about Joseph. I'm reminded of me. I'll plan around God's plans. Whatever's coming at me, yeah, I'm going to make the plans here, and I'm going to be the one who takes care of things. And, you know, God expects us to do the stuff. God expects us to move forward. God expects us to take the steps. But he also wants us to trust in him and have faith in him. Hope says that chair, I don't know. I hope, hope it's going to hold me. Faith says, I'm just going to sit on it because I know it's going to hold me. We can have faith in God because we know he's going to hold us. We know he's going to care for us. And yes, I know it gets used over and over and over again. And they say, you know, God's not going to let you go through anything you can't handle. And there's truth to that. Just make sure that you understand the truth is not that God's not going to let you go through anything that you can't handle. God is not going to let you go through anything that he can't handle. And he's not going to let you go through anything that you can't handle with him. The verse says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And unfortunately, I think some of us stop right there at that. I can do all things. My plans, I can do them all. And we forget that it's not just through Christ who gives me strength. It's not just that Christ gives me strength to do all things. It's through him. It's through him who gives me strength. And what is he giving us strength to do? He's giving us strength to do the things he's called us to do. And we can talk about calling and that's a whole other thing to talk about. But the big call, love your neighbor as yourself, love the Lord your God and serve him only. And so as you're following those two things, how are you stepping out on, in faith? Are you able to stand at the top of those stairs and jump off and just say, catch daddy? Or are you cowering a little bit? Again, this is, this is me. You know, I've had situations come up where I just, mm, I'm scared right now. And so I don't want to do anything. And why don't I want to do anything? Because I'm scared, but I'm not alone. And it's not my strength. It's Christ who gives me strength. So hope is looking at something and saying, there is something there. I know there's something there and we can put our hope in Christ, but then we can also put our faith in Christ because faith says, I'm going to act on that hope. I'm going to act on that. And I know there's something there. Hope says, I hope there's a parachute. Faith says I'm putting it on and I'm jumping out.
So I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me as we talk about these topics. And uh, I hope that as we are taking a look at the sci-fi and the spiritual and, you know, both these sides of things, um, the fake and the real and how the fake kind of points to the real, I hope that has caused you to have at least some things to think about. And I just want to thank you so much for for joining me here. And uh, you can join us for more topics and more um, podcast episodes over at strangersandaliens.com. And you can join the conversation on Facebook and, and around all those things, uh, the social medias, whatever they might be, uh, mainly Facebook. Uh, but I also want to thank you just for, again, uh, for joining me. And I also want to wish you, as you take your journey, as you take your journey with those steps of faith, Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is one 804 And once again, thanks for listening. I find your lack of faith disturbing.